Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. We on that haunted ground. The three spooked girls. Hey, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I am here with my ghoul friend, Jessica. Hello. Hello. And today we are going to be having a recap table talk about a recent 48 hours with Chad Daybell's children. But before we get into that and get all pissed the fuck off, if you are new here, hello and welcome. Thank you for checking out the show. If you'd like to hang out with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle for that is at Three Spooked Girls. If you'd like to hang out with us on TikTok, I am Spooky underscore Sleuth. Jessica is Spooky Aunt Jessie, and that's J-E-S-S-Y. If you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls for as little as a dollar gets you one bonus episode a month. Or if you check through the main feed, there's a couple we have released here and there. If you want a taste of that, five and up starts our video content and we also do swag, live streams, all kinds of great stuff. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick promo break and we will jump into the content. my excellent friends. Quarantine has been difficult for most of us. Movie theaters closed, restaurants were restricted, and shopping was tedious. Watching movies became a reprieve. I'm Matt. And I'm Tara. Join us as we explore the expansive world of film, from grisly horror to cliche action and everything in between. Concession Corner is a movie and cinema-based podcast where, as a married couple, we view movies together and share our thoughts on it afterwards. I'll uncover fan theories and rumors which often accompany many films across any genre. Listen to us on the go, in the office, or just relaxing in bed. You can find Concession Corner on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be posting new episodes bi-weekly with upcoming movies at the end of each episode. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. All right. Well, welcome back, guys. So today we are going to be talking about the 48-hour special that aired in our time like last week or so. And it has all of Chad Daybell's children. There's like a fuck ton of them. You'll see pictures. There's like, what, five, six of them? I don't five? Know. Five. Yeah, there I we did, go. I did think if there was like a, I have, Jessica, you have their names written down. Oh, like, right I, in front I of only you. paid attention to two of their names and I'm like, fuck you, Emma. Fuck you, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to be. Which is ironic because they're the ones sitting in the front. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Mm. Okay. 
So quick rundown, if you guys don't know about this case. So this has been going on since 2019. We do have a couple podcast episodes on it. I think there was about three. But in September of 2019, Tylee and JJ both went missing. Those are the two children in question. Mm -hmm. But it didn't start getting into media attention until like January, December, January, going into 2020. And this fucking couple, they are just some fucking nutbags because basically, you guys, seriously, you got to go find the fucking ep- the bonus episode we did where I read a statement of all of their beliefs because they are very culty, very end of the world. They think they're gods. They, yeah, it's, it's a whole fucking thing, guys. It's a whole thing. And for those who have been here and listened to those episodes, I'm not going to like go into full detail on everything. But long story short, the children were found on the property of Chad's and there's just so much evidence on it. But yeah, if you guys want a like more coherent refresher, recap, all that mm-hmm. shit, let let us know and I can do that because this originally started as a stabby for me and we had no clue it was going to turn into this. <laughs> uh, but okay, so with that poor description summary, we're going to get into this special cuz that's what we're here for. So, okay, can I just fucking say I'm sorry. It, If you're new and you don't like cussing, this is definitely not the episode for it, but like, (laughs) whatever. I don't even fucking care. Okay, these fucking people. Okay, all of his children are adults. Let's just say that. They're all, they're all adults, right? They are so dead-eye, monotone, and just very like robot, like no emotion, poor me attitude. We'll get into fake fucking crying later, but I am just like, y'all, your eyes, you look dead inside. (laughs) They... Like, I'm watching them, and it's like, I've never had, I mean, I know this sounds really fucking fucked up to say, but it was like, literally watching them, I was like, I've never had an original thought in my whole life. No. Mm-mm. I literally just repeat anything anyone tells me to say. Yep. And Emma is like the most prevalent oh, person fuck Emma. in this. <laughs> and I literally had to write in my notes, why the fuck does she talk through her jaw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally. Or why did you talk through her teeth? Her jaw is very set. So it's very interesting because there's times where she gets animated and she's not like that. But for most of the time, she whatever she's saying seems very calculated and thought mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like because when he asks, because it's always interesting because like when he asks them direct questions, like, have you thought of this? You know, Emma is so quick to answer. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, OK, let the other children say things. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. But they're, they're his kids, uh, Chad's kids are Emma, Mark, Leah, Seth, and Garth. Yes. Do you have a cabinet full of acne treatments and skincare products, but don't even remember what half of them do? Most skincare products don't really do that much. And the best way to treat acne is with fewer products that are clinically proven and customized to your skin. Simple is better when it comes to this stuff, y'all. And that's why we're excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. They connect you with a board-certified dermatologist, which will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Yes, and all you have to do is fill out their online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history. Then you just snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. And what's nice is not only do they treat acne, of course, but they also can help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. And I have to say that onboarding 
fucking quiz was so easy. Oh my God, right? It did not take any time at all. It was so easy. I was a little stressed. I was like, oh no. Because, <laughs> you know, you think you when you're going to the doctor, it's just, it's this whole thing. But they made it so easy and it was so quick and at home. So we love that. Right. I mean, for me, it's getting in the car, driving to the dermatologist, talking to them about what's going on. That can take hours out of your day, especially if you have to travel far. Mm-hmm. I literally did the quiz sitting on my bed in my pajamas. It was so fast. Right. And then what I love too is with skincare stuff, sometimes it's kind of hard to know exactly what the product does besides, you know, mm-hmm. marketing things where it's like the magic serum or whatever. They actually explain it to you, which is really nice because you're learning about what's going on your skin and like, you know, all of that. So I just I think it's great. And it's nice to know that it's being backed by like a board certified dermatologist. And so there's an actual person with a medical license backing this product. Exactly, exactly. So we have a special deal for our audience, you. You can save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash spookedgirls when you use the code spookedgirls. This code is only available for our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash spookedgirls and click begin visit. Then use our code spookedgirls at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash spooked girls. And remember to use the code spooked girls to get your dermatology visit and save $15. Thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. I remember grabbing a bowl of my favorite cereal and munching on it while watching Saturday morning cartoons. But I had to give it up because I realized it was so full of sugar and junk that it just really wasn't worth eating. A hundred percent. But Magic Spoon has amazing flavors y'all are going to love, but without all of that bad stuff. So, you know, we can still treat ourselves, but be healthier. There is zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And your serving is only 140 calories. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. We are obsessed with the variety pack, which comes with four flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. I love the frosted. I think that's my ultimate fave. Yes. I was like, literally, I have to tell myself to stop eating it. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It tastes so good. And I mean, frosted and fruity are like my favorite. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm looking forward to combining like peanut butter and cocoa (gasps) together because I think it's going to be delicious. Yes. But I can say that from a health point, a lot of you guys know I had a health scare and I ended up currently I'm dealing with some diabetic episodes and having to really watch my sugars means a lot of times grabbing things that taste like cardboard as substitutes. And when I tried Magic Spoon, I was like, finally, somebody listened to the world of like (laughs) zero grams of sugar. And not having to like worry if I'm in a snack or have a meal, if it's going to taste good and raise my blood sugar, but it's just going to be like delicious. We're obsessed. We're obsessed. And y'all can be too. So go to magicspoon.com slash spooked girls and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code spooked girls at checkout to save $5 off your order. 
And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash spookedgirls and use code spookedgirls and save $5. And also, this is the first time they have in the last, because this has been going on since 2019, so like the last two Mm -hmm. years that they have sat down and talked about it. I will say, though, if you aren't, even if you are familiar with this case, but if you're not, this 48 hours is actually a really good one to watch because in the preview, it looks like it's going to be all this interview with them, but really it's not. It's mainly about the kids and the case, and I think it was very well done. So 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 recommend that for sure. But they, you know... It's just so interesting to me because they also touch on Charles, who was the last husband Lori had. Because if you don't know, fucking everybody drops dead around Lori. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tylee's dad, which was husband number uno, supposedly that was Mm -hmm. a heart attack. Then Charles dies because her brother, Alex, shot him and they acted like it was in self-defense. But it fucking it definitely wasn't. It was not self-defense. Like. The autopsy, like, were definitely yeah. revealed that he waited a long-ass time yeah. between the time he actually shot him, called 911, and yes. then he's literally, like, on the phone with 911, faking doing CPR. Yes, because the first responders are like, if he was, because of how his wounds were, if he had been doing CPR on Charles, blood would have been, like, spurting out and stuff, and it, he was clean. There was, like, nothing on him. Right, and also that, like... The fact like that nothing on Alex, I mean, yeah. right. And the fact that like when they started doing because obviously when first responders get there, mm-hmm. they feel for a pulse, but they also try yeah. to resuscitate. Yes. The fact that blood was coming mm-hmm. out of the wounds means yeah. that just thinking about it like that, that meant like his lungs were full of blood and had not tried to be mm-hmm. resuscitated. And my like one of the things I didn't know about this was that like Lori and Tylee were there. And then they left. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I must have like, like, because of the craziness of this case, mm-hmm. like this detail, I've just must have been like, okay, <laughs> like over my head. <laughs> but it's so crazy to me that they just fucking left. And then they came back and they were acting like nothing had happened. Yeah. So they show a lot of body cam footage. And I do want to mention too, to kind of like backtrack a little bit. They So before his death, Charles was filing for divorce from Lori because he started hearing all of this crazy cult stuff that she was spouting on about. And he was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And he was like afraid of her and afraid for the kids and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But sadly, he fell for her shit and went back to her and was like, oh, okay, everything's going to be fine. But they show his body cam footage when he's talking to the police and he's just fucking terrified. Like you can tell. Yeah, he is scared. And I honestly think that if they didn't have that particular body cam footage, it could totally be like plausible that Mm -hmm. like he tried to attack them and Mm -hmm. the whole self-defense thing. But really having that that can't that footage of him like saying like these people are crazy, like Mm Lori is crazy. Her brother is crazy. They're all fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. I just want to get myself and my kids away from them. Yeah, it kind of like sets up the fact that Lori like there's no way that was like the bitch was laughing she was giggling and just being all like everything's perfect and then they had a fucking like pool party just a few hours later so it's like and she's like oh I guess the neighbors know us now (laughs) haha I'm like what right because they had just moved in they lived there for like a week yeah I'm just like you have a you have your ex your separated husband not even your ex-husband 
and he's shot and killed in your home. Also, I'm just kind of like baffled that like the police weren't like brought them in for more questioning in regards to this. Like the fact that Alex, like you said, is like completely Mm -hmm. clean. No one in the house, like Lori didn't show it. Tylee, like no one had blood on them. If he said, you know, I don't want to touch him, like I shot him, so I shouldn't be the one touching him and there's no one else here. Like that all makes sense. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Alex is a bad dude for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So as we're going into this episode, they start dabbling into our other timeline because there was another person who died. There's so many people who fucking died during this case. But Chad's wife, Tammy, had died in that October. And, of course, we're seeing, like, all the happy family photos, this and that, you know, Mm -hmm. the kids swearing up and down that Chad loved her, things like that, you know. And then what's interesting was Garth talks about the day Tammy died. And he's like, I just heard this loud, like, thump, like something fell. And then I heard my dad yelling for me. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. My mom had fell over and she was gone, what have you. And then they were saying, like, Chad was being like, why? How could this happen? Da, da, da. And all this shit. And then what's interesting is... In this interview, they say that their mom was in failing health. But if you look up articles and stuff and interviews from family members on her side, Mm -hmm. literally she talked to one of her family members either earlier that day or a day before. And people were like, no, she didn't have any underlying conditions. Literally, when they said in poor health, it was that fucking Emma. She was like, she started going to bed earlier. I was like... Okay. Yeah. Homegirl's just tired. (laughs) I wrote down what they said her declining health was, which is that she got out of breath. She got really tired and she went bed and she went to bed early. And I was like, bitch, that's me on a Tuesday. Right. I know. I wrote that down too. I was like, uh, okay. And like, and the other thing too is like, I can't remember how much before it was like pretty close to it. She had written on their Facebook group like she'd gotten like threatened or something or like someone was following her something like that. I can't remember what it was. So everybody's just always been like they're sketchy shit. Also, the fact that fucking Chad had bought Lori's wedding ring two weeks before Tammy died. And then they got married like two weeks after Tammy died. Right. No, it's there's a lot of random shit. And that. then and then the fucking court, they according to the children, mm-hmm. the coroner came in right away and said she just died of natural causes. It don't work that way. I can say this as someone who literally had to wait for her mother's like autopsy to be done. It takes a long time because they don't want to make a mistake. And especially if a woman, presumably in good health, I mean, they see pictures of her. She definitely looked, she looked like a mom, but she actually looked like a young ass mom. Yeah, she was, I think she was in her 40s. Yeah. Yeah. She looked really good. And like, you know, maybe she, she's getting older. Maybe her shortness of breath, maybe they have stares and stares weren't agreeing with her. Maybe really tired is that like, maybe she's got an iron deficiency. She's not eating enough like foods with iron. Mm -hmm. Going to bed early, there are days where I'm like... Just go to bed at seven. It's fine. (laughs) Like, you'll be okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, like, the whole 
autopsy thing. And then, like, the reporter asked the kids, like, well, don't you think that's weird? And Emma, like, again, talking for her four other siblings, goes, no, I don't think it's weird at all because he left it up to us. And she was like, she posed the question to him. Well, if he was trying to hide something, why would he leave the decision up to us? And I wrote down because they saw his pain because they would have thought if we look at this, this might cause him more pain. And we're, you know, we're okay knowing that it was just natural causes. We don't need to know what happened. Like, what if it had been like, you know, there are they're her kids. Like, what if she mm-hmm. suddenly, like, let's say in life, never eaten black licorice before, right? In this day, right. ate black licorice and died because she w- went right. into anaphylactic shock. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to know that your mom was allergic so you could get, like, something could have happened like that. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is then they're just like, and then Lori appeared. <laughs> and they're like, she just came out of nowhere. <laughs> right? Like, we didn't know who she I mean, we kind of knew who she was, but we didn't really know. And she was just there. I would have been like, hold up. Like after my mom died, my dad decided to remarry like a year later. And Tara knows I didn't take this very well. Mm -hmm. If my dad two weeks after my mom had died had been like, I'm getting remarried. I would have been like, the fuck you're not. I'm going to lock you in a basement somewhere until you come to your senses. sir." like, I know that people grieve in different ways, but there's no way that in two weeks you could just move on in your life unless you were planning already to move on in your life. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, I mean, they had been in contact for like years and they were doing that podcast and everything. So right. they definitely were. So I'm like, bitch, you can fucking act like you don't know who Lori was and she came out of nowhere. But here and fucking T, they knew who the fuck she was. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and then the, I loved when the reporter was like, so did your dad have enough? Fair or like what? And then fucking Emma depends on what you mean by a by a fair. Define as an affair, and I'm like, like, uh, we're saying that your dad was having sex with Lori. Yeah, and she goes, an emotional affair, sure, but I don't think my dad would ever cross that line. I'm like, he married her two weeks later. I'm yeah. sorry, that's not a thing. No, they're just so. They're in like such brainwash, not giving them any kind of anything because I don't like them, but like they're in such brainwash denial. It's just fucking horrifying, honestly. But it's like if you grew up believing these things and thinking your dad's such a great person, like fuck. But what I did believe, what I did believe from them, though, was that the reporter asked Garth, like, did any of them know about Tylee and JJ? And he says, no, they didn't, which I mean, that could make sense. You know, Mm -hmm. like, why would she bring them? You know what I mean? If they're doing work stuff. And then he's like, I didn't know until the detectives showed up at my work. I'm like, right. Oh, excuse me. Like, sorry. Like, what the fuck? Could you imagine like sitting at work and then all of a sudden a detective comes to talk to you and they're like, hey, by the way, you have these like, have you seen your step siblings? And they're like, I have step siblings. I would be horrified. I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, right. What can I do to try to help? Like, you know, oh, my God. Like, and the fact that just didn't know. Like, you would think, like, hey, I'm marrying this woman. She's Mm -hmm. got, you know, two young. I mean, she has an older son. Lori does. Yeah. Yeah. He was an adult. But the other two were children. Yeah. Yes. So that should have been a red flag that they didn't even know they existed. Right. And I mean, because I look at it this way, it'd be really hard to be like, oh, here's these I mean, these two beautiful little children and then all of a sudden they're missing. And, you know, I yeah, I do. I genuinely believe that, like, they had no idea 
that mm-hmm. Lori had any kind of children right. until yeah, that same. moment. Can you imagine? That, that should have just been like a light switch, though, for you being like, holy fuck. But you can tell like some of the kids, like the ones in the back row, like they're not 100% sold on this party line that Emma and Garth are like shoving down your face. Mm-hmm. And it's also like trying to like think of that. Because it for them to swallow this pill, right? This like this pill of truth. They have to accept the fact that their father killed their mother or mm-hmm. allowed somebody else to kill their mother. Mm-hmm. And that that has to be like, I don't know if I could make yeah, space in my horrible. head for that shit. Yeah. I feel bad for the other daughter, though, because like she's the only one who actually fucking cries for real, like actually cries, like shows right. actual emotion. But and they only let Seth talk one time. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Seth, shut the fuck up. He like, says one thing. Like, literally, he says five words. And I'm like, oh, he does talk. I was like, right. I was, for a second there, I was like, maybe he doesn't talk. Maybe he just, like, doesn't have the capability. Yeah. Then I was also like, that's really rude that nobody's, like, you know, letting him saying talk. anything about yeah. it. I mean, it also could have been edited down. We don't know. But, you know. It's true. Oh, I'm hoping. But- yeah, I know. So also with this case, too, like after it started blowing up in the media, Chad and Lori were on their honeymoon in fucking Hawaii. And they're just like prancing around the fucking beach, getting pictures taken and being all happy. And then you guys have probably seen this clip, but it's like the reporters following them and being like, do you have anything to say about where your kids are? Because they're like tight lipped. And, you know, they're really worried. And then Lori just says, that's great. Oh, people are praying for them. Praying for them. That's great. Yeah. Great, bitch. That's great. And bitch. the reporter is like, excuse me, what? Yeah. And I think everybody like, was like, what? When we saw that's that. That's not the like, response. The fuck? And then, you know, the reporter asked the Daybell children, mm-hmm. you know, did you ever try to call your dad and be like, just show them that the kids are safe, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they said an interesting thing. They said, supposedly Chad said to them, we can't for their safety. And then they just accept it. I mean, you would think at this point, like, I'm just going to, like, fucking call this bullshit on Chad right here. You would think that if, like, let's say that somebody was out there, an ex-boyfriend of Lori's or I know that JJ was adopted. So, like, maybe, okay, say, for instance, the birth mother of this child was, like, coming, wanting to take JJ because he was adopted, you know, that kind of that kind of a scenario and they were like we were trying to protect him so we're not letting anyone know you would tell the police this is the situation there's this woman out there or the birth father or the biological father you know they're this person is trying to get our children they're trying to take our children so we're trying to keep them safe we're keeping them out of the public eye the police would be like okay let's just verify this and then we'll let you go about your day right well that's like you know basically what happened with his grandparents with jj's grandparents with Kay Mm -hmm. and her husband they were like we haven't heard from him we just want to make sure he's all right and then that's that's how it even like happened for people to start looking for them which is just so scary and i just his daybell's kids just being like okay you got them you got this it's fine i'm like no i'd be like no it's not fucking fine if you're not gonna show them to the cops like let me talk to them so i can fucking tell the cops that i spoke to them and they're alive and they're okay right like the fuck and it's just like so bad I know. Leah's response here is like really interesting because basically what she said is that they briefly had doubts when this all came out. The like the whole the safety thing. Mm -hmm. And then she said, but it came down to that they trusted their dad and that their dad trusted Lori and that was good enough for them. And I'm like, that's not a thing. Mm -mm. If the mother of these children isn't cooperating, why the fuck would you like that's common sense. 
Mm-hmm. Common sense dictates that if somebody's acting sketchy, you don't just go, oh, well, that excuse is good enough because I trust this other person. No, you go hold the phone. You need to also be checked. You need to be put in your place. Where the fuck are these children? Like at this point, screw the fact that you're my dad. Be a decent human and like show the world the fucking kids. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't like they were asking you to like flash their address on the bottom of the screen. You could have like taken a video of like mm-hmm. Tylee was 17. She could have made a very coherent statement and said, hi, you know, I'm fine. I'm doing well. I'm staying with a family friend or whatever. Thank you for your concern and your prayers. I appreciate them. But they obviously they couldn't because, mm-hmm. you know, they were already gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just, it's so, oh my God, you want to like punch them in the throat. So then they're starting to get into, well, if our dad would have done this, he would have been smarter about it. That was pretty much their defense. He would have dug the graves, right? He would have put them on this property over there, not on ours. Like, don't Mm -hmm. you think? And it's like, uh, no, because one, I don't think he's as smart as you fucking think he is, even though he was a grave digger for a while. Yes, but who the fuck? That's not gonna matter. Two, that just kind of like negate, there was this expert I didn't write down his name but there was this expert that was talking about like that negates the whole like psychology of you know you're not thinking straight when you do these kind of things whether you mean to do them or not like you are in a rush you could be in a panic like obviously fucking tammy was home because then they he sent at the time that tylee was shot and buried he sent the text about the raccoon thing right saying oh i'm gonna get it or i got it or whatever and then you know they're fucking creepy so they got like a whole pet cemetery thing of all these fucking animals they kill all the time and No raccoon was there. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I grew up on a farm and there was there's only one pet that's buried on that farm. Most of the time, like you want to be like conscious of how you dispose of an animal. Mm -hmm. Because where I lived, at least there were like wild animals that if they smelled it. Well, it's Utah. I'm I'm sure there's plenty, you know. Right. And they're trying to say because then like. When the reporter's like, there was no raccoon in the pet cemetery, so what the fuck? They're like, oh, we had a second one. Essentially, they're saying they had a fucking overflow. And they're like, oh, and they right. didn't look there. And I'm like, bitch, they excavated so goddamn much. It, they would have. Or they might have. They might be lying. I don't know. I'm not saying they're lying. But, but also I'm also like, look at it. the fuck? This, that's, this is defense's job at this point is to dig up that quote unquote second pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. And find say, that raccoon. Right, because this is the fucking Scott Peterson boat thing all over again. Like, if Mm. you're going to have a smoking gun of evidence that's going to clear you, Chad sent this text message to Tammy saying, I got the raccoon burying it in the cemetery. Why wouldn't you be like, here it is. We dug it up. We found the raccoon. For fuck's sake, you could have found a raccoon carcass and buried it and just been like, this is fine. Mm -hmm. It's just such a weird coincidence. And you take that and then you take the fact that like, Alex was on the Daybell property Mm -hmm, the same mm -hmm. day that Tylee is last heard of, last seen, and he's there for two hours and his phone pings right where her body was found. Yup. And then this is when they try to go into this whole, Lori and Alex are the crazy ones and they framed our dad. And I'm like, that's going to take more energy, just saying, than if they had disposed, like not, you know, if they had disposed of the children elsewhere because they had been in Yellowstone with the kids, just them two. Like, they could have done whatever there, you know what I mean? And, like, people had thought for a long time that that's where it was, but then they're like, nope, just kidding. Here they are in Chad's fucking backyard. And at some point, you would think that Chad would know. Mm -hmm. That Chad would be, like, catching on to shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and that he would be like, you know, I have this weird feeling that my wife is lying. And, right. you know, his her brother's been hanging out. He actually killed her ex-husband. I'm just really kind of curious. You know, he was out on my property on this particular day, and I don't know what happened. Letting the police know. But instead, he fucking, like, gets arrested. And, like, JJ is found literally, like, 50 yards away. Mm-hmm. It's not very far at all. No. And he's literally in the pajamas that they have the like the last people who've seen him. He's still wearing the same clothes. His hands yeah. and feet were bound. It's just oh my god, it was so sad. But mm-hmm. I, we have to talk about the fact that Emma did the fucking sound of music shit. Oh my she's god. Like showing the reporter, the 48-hour reporter like the property, which to her point, there was a lot more property that he could have like buried mm-hmm. them. Mhm. But she was like, look at all, like, (laughs) you can't see it. Tara can see what I'm doing. (laughs) Like, she took her arms and she, like, sprawled them out. And then she's, like, turning. Like, look at all this property that they could have done this for. And I'm like, no, bitch. Like, I grew up on a farm. Nobody is going to think twice if you're digging up your own property. No. And if you're doing it in the middle of the daytime, most people think you're doing some sort of construction. Most people think you're doing some sort of like, maybe you're digging up your septic tank or a well or some shit like that. And they're going to leave you the fuck alone. Exactly. They're not going to be like, what do you do with? Like, no, because this isn't like small suburbia. It's like acres and acres of land. Right. And then, oh my God, she does that whole like, all I can equate it to is fucking, and not everyone's going to understand this reference, but the fucking Laura Lee fucking fake crying with no goddamn tears. Like she starts sobbing for like fucking a minute and then she just stops. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, very abruptly. Yeah. I have not, literally, I've never seen anyone go from like, <gasps> to like, oh yeah, no, no, Like, unless they're fake crying, like, unless it's like mm-hmm. a dramatic a dramatization of fake crying like oh no i hate this oh yeah no i'm fine thank you for that you know like that kind of shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they just and they try to act like there was no cult they didn't talk about zombies don't you think we would have known but literally they fucking flash screenshots of emails of Lori sending over family history on everybody and then chad grading them and it was right. like Tylee was like negative. I don't. I don't know if there was a negative or not, but it was like three D, which D meant like dark, dark soul or some shit. AKA, yeah. you're a zombie and you need to be blah blah blah. So I'm like, how are you gonna like essentially play to play? You're gonna play dumb and you're gonna be like, my dad was smart. Would be smarter than that if he did that. It's like that's that's fucking nothing. They have all this evidence. You're fucking dumb. And a lot of killers have been known to do things out of their own characteristics when disposing the body, things like that. Because they're trying to throw to, like police off. So if I was mm-hmm. a grave digger and I know how to properly dig a grave, I might dig a shallow grave to show that I am not. This couldn't be me because exactly and the, fact, the fact that all of his children like kind of repeat that as like rhetoric. Yeah, he was a grave digger. He wouldn't have done that. It means that he's told them, I'm a grave digger. I couldn't have dug a shallow. I wouldn't have dug exactly. a shallow grave. Exactly. And when Emma talks about like being there when he's arrested. Like basically they were digging up. They found human remains. They told Emma. Chad decides to leave, I guess, without talking. To yeah, he tried to bolt. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he's like pretty sure he saw where the fuck they were digging and went shit, 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 shit. 
Mm-hmm. And then they pull him over. And then I guess Emma was in the cop car. Like she was standing in the doorway or something as she made it sound. She's like, I was like half in the front seat or something. And I was like, why the fuck were you in the car? And she said, I told him that they found human remains and he went white and his eyes got all wide. He couldn't have done it. He was in shock. I was like, no, that's the Bitch, opposite. he knows he's caught. <laughs> Exactly. If you watch, I know that everyone's going to be like, oh, Jessica, like, don't talk about criminal minds. Don't talk about like SVU, that shit. But it happens when people are like dramatically faced with the truth that they got caught with something. They immediately they go, oh, shit. I mean, I've watched like, you know, there's that show. It's called like confession tapes. And they like show the ones where like, I think they did one on Chris Watts. I think I watched that one where Mm -hmm. like he's admitting it. But there's so many of those where they're like talking to the person and they ask a question and then you know the murderer or the bad person like realizes they're caught and they're literally the color drains from their face mm-hmm. and their eyes go wide like shit i've just been like i fucked up mm-hmm. and so i'm like he's in shock he's not he's not innocent because he's in shock he's panicking because he got caught <laughs> i just love that they also said like when the reporter was like well did you ever question his innocence and like mm-hmm. we never questioned that he was guilty because of the the way he was the man he was I'm sorry. So many red flags. Mm-hmm. So many of them. And they've already admitted they've questioned him on several things. Right. They're just like, they're trying to just act like, I don't know, just like dad's the best person ever. And it's like, no, your dad's a fucking monster. Sorry. I mean, I, I get it. I get the like not wanting to admit it. I get the whole like, you know, they're my dad. I need to stay like, because at this point, the entire world is against Chad Daybell. Mm. And the mm-hmm. fact that, like, Lori is not going to be held responsible for her actions whatsoever. Yeah, we'll get into that in a sec. Yeah. Means that Chad is going to be the one that the hammer comes down on. And mm-hmm. I get that as his kids, they probably don't think that's very fair. So they're lobbying, you know, maybe they can make it like in a court of public appeal, like, you know, in the or, you know, public opinion, if they make Chad seem a little bit more human, a little bit more like he was a great dad, we played sports together, he coached our teams, like, you know, I don't think the word love was used a lot in their house Mm -mm. with the children. Yeah. And then they exhume Tammy's body because they're like, wait a second, this seems awful sketchy. And they find out that she didn't die of natural fucking causes. She was asphyxiated. She was strangled. And then the fucking, I think it was Garth was just like trying to say, that doesn't mean she was choked to death. I'm like, that's exactly what that that means. means. (laughs) That's the definition. (laughs) Like you can asphyxiate on your own saliva. Like, cause it just means that you literally choked to death. Yeah. But like the fact of the matter is he hears a thump, a thud. Mm. And then his mother is like, off of the bed and he runs in and he helps put her back on the bed no red flag like i would have been like i want to know what the fuck happened to her exactly they're either the dumbest they're either the i'm sorry i'm gonna say they're either the most fucking dumbest people on the planet or they know their dad is guilty as fuck and they just are like trying to because i get it right now they're like according to them they're getting like death threats and harassed and like that's not okay no unless one of the five Chad Bell children Chad helped Bell? with this. No, I'm going to call him Chad Bell. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I meant D- Daybell. One of the- Chad Daybell's five children. Mm-hmm. I like Chad Bell. It's going to be his name. That actually sounds like a really bad like movie character name. Like that's Chad Bell. He's the most popular kid in school. Oh god. <laughs> 
unless one of those kids participated yeah. in this, like, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. They are living their own lives. They're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Just don't fuck, like, don't threaten them. Don't show up at their house. Don't threaten their kids. Don't fucking go to their kid's school. Like, that shit's not acceptable behavior. No, not at all. It's not going to help anything because if anything at all, it's just going to make Chad look different. Mm-hmm. That his children are being prosecuted and it's people are going to be like, well, are we certain? Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're being persecuted and that's yeah. not fair Mm-mm. because their dad's a murderer. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I really agreed with them. Like, it seems like anytime anybody in Lori's life is a liability or knows too much, they end up dead. Because like just said, you know, Tylee was fucking there. Like, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's just, it's just no one has that bad a look. I'm sorry. They just don't. The angel of death. Yeah, pretty much. So Lori was deemed incompetent to stand trial. They were both supposed to be tried together, but she is currently seeking treatment. And the update as of the other day is she's still there. So we don't honestly, like, you know, just said, we don't know if she'll ever be held accountable for this. I really hope she is, but we'll have to wait and see. Could be years. She may never be. Who knows? It's tragic, but chad's trial as of right now and usually there's like you know pushbacks delays things mm-hmm. like that but as of right now tentatively his trial set for november of this year so hopefully that will happen and it's just it's so sad it's so sad because those kids like they did not fucking deserve it at all obviously right and this september marks two years exactly from right. when they died it's so sad and the fact that like jj had autism and yeah like i'm not sure like how autistic he was Mm -hmm. but from like one of their friends they said he was a bit of a handful Mm -hmm. i don't know if he would completely understand what was happening to him yeah and that just breaks my heart and the fact that he was seven right and he was super close with tylee and she and they believe she was killed first so right you know he was probably wondering like where she was at and all of that you know because she would like help take care of him and stuff from what families and friends had said so and like how chad could say like this is all lori like he fucking told their friend not to answer the phone the police called like Mm -hmm. the police are calling this woman because they told him they told the police that our kids are with this woman and then they turned around and told her not to answer the phone when the police call one woman you're a bad person if you didn't answer the phone like i'm sorry like i love you to death tara but if like you're like hey the the police might call you don't answer i'd be like what did you do Mm -hmm. and yes i'm telling yeah, hundred fucking percent. If you're not gonna tell me, I'm at least tell them be- that you fucking said not to talk to them. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be like, I have no idea why, but like, adamantly, he was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just like, I don't understand. And the like, so Chad had to know something was going on. Exactly. He's not fucking innocent. They're both. Oh no. Fucking monsters. Yeah. I mean, my theory is that like Lori had Alex get rid of her kids, and then Alex dies, and is supposedly of natural causes. And I'm like, 
Is it though? Is it? Was it? Because I think Chad was still out. Mm-hmm. Lori definitely was not, but Chad was, I think, still out. Mm-hmm. Because Lori was arrested on child abandonment first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got her in how they could first. Yeah. Right. Which was smart because it brought Chad mm-hmm. back from Hawaii. Because they just like fucking moved to Hawaii. Yeah, they just they just were not fucking coming back. And then finally they fucking got them. So thank fucking God for that. But yeah. Right. So ugh. I just, it's insane. This one's just fucking horrible. And I am like so invested. We've been invested since the beginning. So I'm like, come on, trial, fucking do it. Oh, and Chad is face, he's facing the death penalty. So there is that. Which makes that it. That was another update. I do see that's also another reason why his kids are making a plea is mm-hmm. because they've, I mean, they've lost their mom. This is the mm. only parental unit they have left. Yeah. But yes, any last thoughts? <laughs> oh, my last thought is I just loved how when the reporter said, because they were basically like, there's no evidence. And the reporter's like, well, there's a ton of evidence. And this is how it looks. And she goes, well, if you choose to interpret it that way. My final thought is, Emma, you should definitely work for a PR company because you can spin shit like nobody else. She can spin it, but it's not convincing. So oh, that's I mean. true. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe if she was selling sneakers, <laughs> but like selling the fact oh, that Chad Bell didn't participate in this yeah lord but so yeah would definitely recommend watching it it Mm -hmm. it was a it was a good watch i think it's definitely not focused on them it's focused on tylee and jj which i appreciate Mm -hmm. because not 48 hours but like other specials can get a little exploitive when they get people wanting to talk and stuff like that so and then it's a whole fucking thing but anyways so we are gonna go ahead and wrap things up for today thank you guys for listening we love you all so much and we will see you next time bye bye guys <laughs>